What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Miller. So last night was game three of the East or Western Conference quarterfinals, which I just did a breakdown on that for the LA Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. Gave you a whole breakdown of the game. And now I'm going to talk about some news across the NBA. Coming out of Toronto today is that the Toronto Raptors are firing head coach Nick Nurse after five years with the team as the head coach. He was with the team as an assistant coach for five years and was the head coach for five years and led the franchise to their first NBA championship in the franchise's history, which is very impressive. He did it with Kawhi Leonard, and once Kawhi Leonard left, things just really never were the same for the Toronto Raptors, even though they had some good seasons in between. Overall, he finished his career with the Toronto Raptors with a 227 win and 163 loss record, so 227 wins, 163 losses, and 360 regular season games. And this is a coach that signed a contract extension in 2019-2020 after the 2019-2020 season. He was the coach of the year in the 2019-2020 season and ends up getting fired. And that's kind of what Toronto did with Dwayne Casey. He was fired after being head coach of the year as well. Dwayne Casey won head coach of the year in the NBA in 2018 and then was fired after that. And then obviously they, the Raptors go out and get Nick Nurse and things worked out for them. They win in the NBA Finals. But after the last few seasons of not being at where they want to be at, they end up firing Nick Nurse and they are moving on. Right? I'd imagine Nick Nurse will have a very good market. A lot of teams are going to want him. There's going to be a lot of interest around the NBA. As of now, they're talking about the Houston Rockets being interested in him. The Houston Rockets are now going through their second round of head coaching interviews. And among those people being interviewed are Ime Odoka, former head coach of the Boston Celtics. Obviously, now with the Celtics moving on from him and making Joe Mazzulla the full-time head coach. Ime Odoka is free after the season, after the suspension ends, to find a job elsewhere. So he's looking for a new job. He's in the interviewing process right now with Houston Rockets. Add in Frank Vogel, who won an NBA Finals with the Los Angeles Lakers in the bubble. He's also in there. And add Nick Nurse as well. Nick Nurse has a very good resume, only 55 years old, and has a great resume. Obviously, 227 wins in the regular season with the Toronto Raptors, and then adding in an NBA Finals. He's very good at X's and O's. Obviously, the expectations were higher for him in Toronto, and they just kind of plateaued after they won the NBA Finals and never really got back to competing for an NBA Finals. They were just a competitive team in the East, respective team, but they weren't going to win an NBA Finals. That's why they move on from Nick Nurse, similar to how Toronto did it with Dwayne Casey. Speaking of Dwayne Casey, he was moved on from as the head coach of the Detroit Pistons. He will move on to their front office like Brad Stevens did with the Boston Celtics. Detroit had the worst record in the NBA this year, but have a lot of young talent to build around, including Jaden Ivey and Jalen Duran, two guys that got in the first round of the NBA draft in 2022, so just a year ago now almost. Casey led the Pistons to a 17-65 record this year, but they were 41-41 in his first year in 2018-2019, and then after that, they only won 20 games, 20 games, 23 games, and 18 games over the next four years. It's hard to take that job, though, because you know it's going to tarnish and kill your personal win-loss record. But credit to Dwayne Casey. He didn't really care about that. And he went to a program, or I should say a franchise, that really had no direction and, and tried. Tried to build from the bottom up. And he's doing that with a team that wasn't going anywhere, a team that was rebuilding. So tough for Dwayne Casey, but he will be with the Detroit Pistons in the front office. Steven Silas will be out as the head coach of the Houston Rockets. And that's why I'm talking about the Houston Rockets doing interviews with Frank Vogel. And Emi Odoka, Silas, who we fired after three years with Houston, finished the season with a 22 and 60 record this year, 59 and 177 record in three years. Once again, another team with young talent that was rebuilding. So Silas is out as the Houston Rockets head coach. Dwayne Casey is out as the Detroit Pistons head coach. And then 
you look at what's going on today in Toronto, Nick Nurse will be out and is fired as a head coach of the Toronto, Toronto Raptors. So there's a big head coaching carousel here in the NBA, just like there is every single year in college football. So now you see it in the NBA. You see it in the NFL every year. So I will keep you updated what goes on there. And so now some other things I want to talk about. I'm going to talk about some college baseball. So with that being said, I'm going to move on to the Northeastern Huskies, who had a big win over the UConn Huskies this past week. They played the Huskies on Tuesday. That's the Northeastern Huskies play the UConn Huskies on Tuesday. UConn has been very good on the year. They're number 15 in the country in the rankings. And Northeastern ended up beating them 12-3 and got a ton of offensive production out of Mike Sirota, who was 3-5 for five in the game with two runs scored, four RBIs, and a walk. So he was 4-6 for six on base-wise, which is very impressive. Got his batting average up to 333 on the year, hitting two home runs in that game, also adding in an RBI single. And if you look at what Sirota did last year when he was fully healthy, it's what he's doing right now. When he's healthy, he puts up great offensive production and obviously now you can see Northeastern's lineup is a lot better with him in it and that's why Northeastern's had a great season. He's a big piece of that Northeastern team but obviously has a very bright future in the game of baseball and now you see what he's able to do when he's fully healthy and that game on Tuesday was a great example of it. Hit a two-run home run in the second inning putting Northeastern up five to nothing. Kim Baldonado had a big game. He had a home run in the first inning, a three-run home run in the first inning, putting Northeastern up three to nothing right away. Then Sirota hit that two-run home run in the second inning, putting Northeastern up five to nothing. And Northeastern just continued to pile on after that. Mike Sirota had an RBI single in the third inning, putting Northeastern up six to two. Then Kim Baldonado came back with an RBI double, scoring Alex Lane, putting Northeastern up seven to two. Then Northeastern had another home run out of Mike Sirota in the fifth inning. Hit a solo home run to left center, putting Northeastern up 8-3. And then Danny Crossan, who's been great this season, hit a solo shot after that, putting Northeastern up 9-3. And then Kim Aldonado had his second home run of the game in the bottom of the eighth, or the top of the eighth. I apologize there. A three-run home run for Maldonado, scoring Alex Lane and Danny Crossan. The same guys that scored in the first inning when he hit the home run, scoring the eighth inning when he hit another three-run home run. What a game for Kim Maldonado. He was 4-5 in the game with six RBIs, two runs scored, two home runs, adding in a double. So a double and two home runs and six RBIs for Kim Maldonado. And then Mike Sirota was very impressive in the game. As I said, two home runs and an RBI single for a total of four RBIs and got on base four times in six plate appearances. His on-base percentage on the year is 478, which is very impressive. And if you look at his stats from last year to this year, he was great last year as a freshman for Northeastern. And he's even better this year as a sophomore. He has seven home runs already on the season in 32 games. Last year in 37 games, he only had four home runs. So he's three more home runs and five less games played this year. Also has seven more RBIs this season. His slugging percentage went up from 5'11 last year to 6'02 this year. Adding in 29 walks when he had 17 last year. Adding in a 478 on base percentage when he had a 411 on base percentage last year. And also adding in two more stolen bases in five less games. He has 12 stolen bases this year. So very impressive. And he's also hitting seven points higher in his batting average. He was a 326 hitter last year. He's hitting 333 this year in 33 games played or 32 games played. So very impressive. Five less games played this year. And he has 15 more runs scored, three more home runs, seven more RBIs, a slugging percentage that's increased from 5'11 to 602 over the last year he has 12 more walks this year adding in an on base percentage that's 60 points higher 67 points higher than it was last year he had a 411 
on base percentage last year and has a 478 on base percentage this year, adding in two more stolen bases. Very impressive year for Mike Sirota. And now you see how talented he is and the offensive production he could put up when he is fully healthy. So that's been a big bolster to the Northeastern lineup, as Cam Maldonado has been, as Alex Lane has been, as Danny Crossan's been this year when he's been putting up the numbers he has. So Northeastern has been great this year, and that just shows in their record. They are playing a three-game series against Hofstra this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They play 2:05 today, so just about two hours from now, they will be playing against Hofstra, who they lost to last year in the CAA Championship. Northeastern overall on the year, 29-7 record, winning 11 games at home. They are 11-3 at home at Friedman Diamond. They are 10-5 in the CAA. They are 15-4 on the road and 29-7 overall, winning two straight games. So very impressive run here for Northeastern this season. And even though the pitching's been really good, it comes down to their offensive production. And their offense has been able to score a ton of runs every single game. And it comes down to power. Northeastern heading into that game on Tuesday against UConn, they had 60 home runs on the year, which was tied for the most in a single season in the program's history, 60 home runs. They had five home runs in that game against UConn. Now they have 65 home runs total on the year, which completely blows out of the water their total from last year. And 65 home runs is now a program record for most home runs in a single season. Northeastern last year had only 27 home runs as a team. 27 home runs as a team. In 2021, 56 home runs as a team. So over the last two years, 56 home runs, 27 home runs, and now this year, 65 home runs, which, as I said, is a new program record. So very impressive season for them offensively. And last year, with only 27 home runs, home runs were hard to come by last year. They were hard to come by. And now there's so much more power in their lineup that Northeastern becomes one of the most dangerous teams in all college baseball. Even though they don't get the respect they showed in the polls, which they probably will at some point, I'd imagine, by the end of the season, at least I would hope. That doesn't matter because I don't think anybody wants to play this team when June comes around or late May and June comes around when the College World Series tournament's going on. When the NCAA tournament begins for college baseball, I don't think anybody wants to play Northeastern, including BC, who's the number 21 team in the country, who just got blown out by UConn. Northeastern beats UConn 12-3 on Tuesday. Then UConn comes to BC and wins 12-2. And UConn's a very good team, top 15 program in the country. But it just shows nobody wants to play Northeastern when May comes around and June comes around. So very impressive run here for Northeastern this season. And I will keep you guys updated on what happens with them. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it and hope you guys have a good rest of your day and have a great weekend. Thank you.